genre. Thing that they're gonna, that that Pomona's working on in order to help the people that have been petrified. Is it like does it have to be ingested? Do they have like give it to a IV bags? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. See? Does the I think the petrification of him makes him more solid? Well, that would be my guess. I guess that makes some kind of sense. So they would be able to administer the potion if he was rendered more corporeal. Yeah. I don't know. We'll get there. That's, that's a weird. That's a yeah, I don't know. They don't really, they don't really cover stuff. that. Very weird stuff. I'm glad we're going to be done with Mandrakes today. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm glad we get to talk about stuff other than Mandrakes. Yes. Me, me too. Someone on my Harry Potter group is selling a signed quaffle. Hey. And it is signed by James and Oliver Phelps. Oh, shit. That's cool. It's pretty that's cool. That's super cool. How much is that? Ah. Uh, $111. It's pretty good. 111 euro. Is it like a full-sized quaffle? Yes, it is. Nice. Full quaffle. That's very nice. That's really cool. Probably get a nice glass case for it. Yeah. Right? That would be pretty like, amazing, well, now actually. Now I need to get the other Quidditch balls. I had a dream. I had the craziest dream last night that I guess I was watching some like deleted scene of it. I was watching some Harry Potter thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like Harry, but he was in this room and there were all these like all these snitches, but they were dying. Oh no. So I was trying to like find one that was still alive. God. That's so sad. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, I woke up so depressed. I was just like, Jesus, I wonder if that's real. <laughs> oh no. I hope not. That sounds terrible. <sighs> you you tapped into an an, an unfinished draft, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, a much more depressing turn of events. Instead of what the uh, Department of Mysteries, it's the, <laughs> instead of all the orbs, it's just like dead it's just stitches. stitches. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's not nice. Uh, oh well. Oh well. <laughs> He's like, oh well. Oh well. Look at those stitches. We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Chamber of Minutes, the fan podcast where we're overanalyzing the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Trey Cope. And we have Alex with us one more time. Welcome back, Alex. It's good to be back, Gary. Glad to have you here. Uh, today we're doing Minute 38, which starts with Sprout sighing. Just like a... Uh, <laughs> and it ends with Colin Creevy's photograph. Um, so we said yesterday, the very, very tail in the minute, we saw Neville collapse. Mm-hmm. And... Like you said, so says Sprout, that Neville's been neglecting his earmuffs. Yes. And then we get the truth from Seamus Finnegan. Like, no, ma'am. He's just fainted. Yep. It's a nice little accent you did there. <laughs> Thank just, you. It just happened. <laughs> I was just thinking about the way he said it. And and she's like, oh, well, leave him there. And then they just move on. Like, like he wasn't even affected by the man. Yeah, right? no. He's just, he's going to come to in like yeah. a few minutes. He'll probably. be fine. 
be which, fine. which, which, again, like, in, I use this as as a, a contention at for Neville. Uh-huh. Is Neville is weak? Not necessarily weak, but he he's not. I don't know. He's, they thought he was a squib for a while. Yeah, a he's he doesn't up. have that in him. Mm-hmm. So. Even Does, even in a, they're talking about oh how terrible Snape is that he's like his worst fear and I'm all like, of course this is his worst fear. He's an authority figure and Snape is well, we did, and, and and Snape is very like stern and Neville's very weak. Well, we we <laughs> did talk about him like in the first book I think Neville like makes a mistake brewing a potion or something. Yeah, and. Yeah. <clears throat> and Snape takes points from Harry because Harry didn't like tell him the right thing to do or something like that. Like he's always kind of like, I think there are several occasions. I would have taken points away from Neville where he, for like not paying attention mm-hmm. enough. I think there's like, several the moments in the book where he is like singling out Neville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of unfairly. Yeah. I mean, I understand why he would single out Harry. Why would he single out Neville? Because Neville, because Neville's parents weren't because Voldemort because Voldemort went after could have chosen yeah, yeah Voldemort chosen the, chose the Potters not the Lestranges so it's bitter the it's just like you're the reason long why it's, it's like almost I was thinking of Bellatrix un, un, yeah. unfairly Lestranges tortures yes blaming yep, yep, him yep, exactly. for Lily's death kind of yeah because he in his head he's probably he's thinking it. you know yeah it's like there was like a 50-50 chance it mm-hmm. would have been you yeah yeah and then Lily would still be here so just you know. Yeah, but that's all in Snape's head. Neville doesn't know that stuff. No, no, Neville has no idea. Does Neville ever know that he was part of the prophecy? I don't see any reason why Harry would tell him. Right? Yeah. I don't either. I don't think so. I think it would give some closure. Well, I mean, his parents were a part of Order of the Phoenix, the, Order of the, the Phoenix. original. So, um, it's not surprising that they would have been singled out by Voldemort and the Death Eaters anyway. Mm-hmm. But. <clears throat> I feel like it provides a little bit more of a, like, this is the thing that drew them to right. their parents. Um, it's awful, awful what happens to the long Oh, it is. It's yeah. terrible. It's always made me really sad. Because that's, like, a, it's worse than death. That's Goblet of death. Fire stuff. I think we'll that's, I, that's definitely worse than death to me, at least, yeah. personally, to be in Neville's shoes and having to worry about that. Yeah. Uh, terrible, terrible. But I just don't think, like, yeah, sure, you can have, like, I mean... I definitely felt like I had teachers that singled me out, but yeah. that's all in your head. You're a kid. Yeah. It's all in your head. Mm-hmm. That's not really what's going on. So having a teacher being your worst fear is a little overdramatic. Maybe. It's like, you're being overdramatic. I think your grandmother's a lot scarier than Snape is with all the stories he shares about his grandmother. Yeah. She seems like a scary lady. Mm-hmm. I got a grand. No, it's not. I got a holler from her once. It was horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> Especially like if she wears those clothes that God. he like imagines Snape wearing. I'm just like that'd be. What the heck kind of grandmother do you have? She's so funny. She's right. The vulture who's... thing on the I'm head. I'm sad we never see her. No, you. No. She shows up in the book at the battle. She of does. Still. Yeah, mm-hmm. she does. She's really cool. But you never get her in the in the only no, mentions we never of her. See... In yeah, the but movie. we see her outfit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just imagine like what is what is Neville's grandmother gonna look like? We'll talk about it next clothes? year. Yeah, he's like a character in a sitcom that always gets mentioned but never seen. Yeah, like Maris yes. from Frasier. Yes, it's Maris. It's Maris. It's, it, yeah, there you go. I like that. I like that idea. <laughs> Some of my notes I have for this minute we've already talked about Susan Bones, the herbology uniform, Sprouts leaves of Lothlorien uh, uniform. Well, I said uniform. I wrote it as uniform, but like it's, uniform. it's just, the well, smock. You know, yeah. something everyone thing. wears. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to wear it. You're going to get dirty. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
I already talked about the mandrakes being practically built, but in this minute, we have all the rest of the kids pulling up their mandrakes. And I really, there's so many, there's so many little things that I really like. Mm-hmm. I'm going mm-hmm. I, I really like just the, the expressions that every kid has when they pull mm-hmm. up their mandrake. We see Harry and Ron, and Ron's is like fat and ugly. Yeah. Do you think is there is most of those kids first time of seeing a mandrake up I'm close? Sure. Uh, yeah. So definitely. they're just like just like what the hell is this? Like it's so ugly. And Rupert it's... Grint has the greatest facial expressions. <laughs> He's just amazing. every week I want to talk about just how incredible his facial expressions <laughs> are. Expression. It's so good. It's so good. He looks at his mandrake and he makes this that really, bottom really lip. Dis- he makes this really really disgusted face mm. and then he turns and he looks across the table to I'm presuming Hermione yeah. cuz we immediately cut to her he like he like looks at it and then he holds it out like look at this thing <laughs> and, well hers is kind of fat too yeah hermione we cut to her she looks um she's like almost stiff as she holds it and uh and she looks back and her face kind of crunches up and her eyes just kind of flip from hers back over to where he's at and it's just the, the two of them their interaction mm-hmm. is really really great here susan bones actually looks like interested like she's like this what is, is, a, what is this is, thing yeah. how did they make this why it's moving this whole bit with Draco so is improvised. Mm-hmm. Really? It's improvised. That's great. So, so Draco's, Draco's is like squealing. So it's got his mouth really wide open. And so Draco starts like poking at its stomach. And then he puts his finger in its mouth. And the, <laughs> the, the guy, yeah, the guy that's running the animatronic decides that he's going to close down on Draco's finger. So it bites him. And he like tugs his finger and he pulls his finger away. And he looks at this thing like how, da- like my father's going to hear about this. <laughs> he's going to tell. His it's father like a on his mandrake. Uh-huh. And then he, he like very, very just he slams that thing down into the pot. And I think that's when we cut to like away from class, right? I think so. So like all the way up until him slamming into the pot is all improvised? Yeah. There's the whole the whole range of emotions there. Yeah, is really, really like, good. Why I oughta. Then he realizes he can't do anything, so he just puts it back in the like, pot. Yeah, yep. Stupid plant thing. Stupid plant. Stupid. Dumb mandrakes baby. and Freaking herbology class and Professor Sprout and her I, earmuffs. I, and- I feel like like Draco was always trying, but mm-hmm. like just not very well. Like, yeah. He probably shouldn't be poking at it. No, but he's trying to have fun with it. Like oh look at this little weird <laughs> thing, baby. This, right when you want to like poke at it, kind of too. Like yeah. it's like a Pillsbury Doughboy. What happens if I poke it in the tummy? <laughs> and, like and it bites him, and it's just. Of course he gets mad. Yeah. I mean, you'll find that later when he meets the hippogriff. Yeah. Like, like oh, he, he does try, but oh. again, it's like... Something really, about his arrogance that's a little yeah, too over like, the top. Yeah. You, you sensed, like, it sensed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, see, there you go. Like, you try with another creature, and the creature don't look sense, like, you're kind of a jerky kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's yep. going to retaliate against you. Do we have anything else about mandrakes before we finally leave them behind? Uh, I know they're, your they're ugly, and I never want to see one again in my life. Well, that you know, at least we're done with them. Yeah, right. I I don't know. Did we mention this on on the podcast? I don't think. I think we talked about it before we started recording. Yeah. What? When when I sent you the minutes, uh huh. You messaged me oh, a couple yeah, days yeah, yeah, later, yeah. telling me that uh, when you were on the first time, we made a joke about having you on for Mandrake stuff. Mm-hmm. Which I had completely forgotten about when I assigned. The only reason this is like so arbitrary. Yeah, and the only reason I remembered it is because I went back to like 
listen yeah. for whatever reason out of vanity probably it's just... fine. <laughs> like what did we talk about last time i totally as soon as you told me that i was like well now i have to go find that part like yeah so i went and listened to them over too it's just so funny to me that like just because the way the schedule worked out we had mm-hmm. you back at this again it's fate it's yeah. right you were just meant to talk about right Drakes. i i made I a joke and it was and, and the universe was like okay <laughs> we'll make it work i'm gonna i'm gonna go specifically now on etsy i i saw it I was looking up images, and what came up was that there is a someone on Etsy who makes keychains that looks like little mandrakes. Oh God! Oh, God. That was like I'm a keyboard just for perfect. Oh thanks! Like, you thanks you can you can carry you. a mandrake Ugh. with you everywhere you go. You'll forever remember this appearance. Go <laughs> <laughs> look down at your keys and like, like uh, uh, poke at it like Draco, like. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> be the someone best. makes you mad, and you're just like. Ee! Screechy, squealy, crying sound. It's so gross. Ugh. I'm glad to be done with mandrakes. No more yeah. mandrakes. Is that the no more grossest? The grossest Harry Potter. Harry Potter thing? creature uh, that we'll get. It is for it is for me. Like your least favorite. Yeah. All of the I everything else is really cool. I mean, the only thing that's gross about uh, Fluffy is is the gunge. All the drool. It's God. nasty. It's so nasty. He's a good boy, though. I can think of. I mean, Cornish pixies are. Kind of, kind of cute. Books that I yeah, think they look kind of funny. I think if we had flobber worms, that'd be pretty. The the, the uh, you know what? Um, Ron slugs makes me really squeamish. Oh yeah. yeah, that's very gross. But I, those aren't magical creatures. I'm just slugs. I'm usually fine with like slimy, like sluggy things. Like I'm okay with that. But yeah. have you? Have either of you ever seen the movie Evolution with David yes. Duchovny? Oh, okay. I love that movie. Okay, whenever I because we never see flobber worms in the movie. Right. Whenever I read. About flop worms in the book. I think of like the little those, worm things. Those worm things. In, uh, in evolution. Like, that seems the... about right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That seems about right. It's been I, a long time since I've seen the movie. I watch the movie like once every six months. The, 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 only, <laughs> the only quote that always sticks, uh, the two quotes that always stick up in my head is the blue monkey. And yeah. caca caca and tookie tookie <laughs> don't work. <laughs> Which is one of my favorites. Ugh. I love David Duchovny. So. Great movie. <coughs> yeah. I'm having a coughing fit again. I'm sorry. Was it Ivan Reitman? I think. Really? The director? I think so, yeah. Wow. Right? That's incredible. uh, (laughs) What? Back in like 90. It was 2000, I think. It was late 90s or early 2000s. He's going to look it up now. Okay, cool. Well, because Ivan Reitman. Yeah, hold on. Oh, he's he's produced a shitload. Oh, yeah. No, you think. That I like Jason. Yeah, because Ivan Reitman also directed Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's true. Both of them. What's that? Uh, Orlando Jones mm-hmm. and... Julianne Moore. It is Julianne Moore, you're right. Oh my and... god, he also directed Twins and god. Junior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> junior sucks. Both Twins classics. Oh, my like super, ex, my super ex-girlfriend. Oh god, it's been a while since I watched that movie. <laughs> hey, to, to, to make yet another... To make yet another Scott Pilgrim joke. Okay. There's oh, a, yeah. There's a there's reference a, to it. Yeah, there's a reference to it where um, he, when when Wallace and Scott and other Scott and, uh, I, why do I, uh, I can't remember. Um, but um, the, the guy Stacey's with the glasses, Stacy's, he was ex, his ex, I guess, ex. The ex-boyfriend, yeah. Um, can't remember his name. I think it's Jeremy. That's probably wrong. I can't remember either right now. Um. But they're talking about how he's like, I will. Uh, I can't stop thinking about my stupid ex girlfriend. Exactly. 
And he's then, like, oh, is that that Uma Thurman movie? <laughs> <laughs> it is an Uma Thurman movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Yes. Oh, it's really, really good. Okay, so back to we leave we leave herbology behind mm-hmm. and we get the sequence outside of the great hall in which uh nearly headless nick is coming yeah. down the hallway Good and he says hello to percy and miss clearwater who oh. we don't yeah. get any more reference to but penelope clearwater aka percy weasley's girlfriend mm-hmm. who does get petrified in the book yes does she mm-hmm. yes. i don't remember that mm-hmm. she's really one of the petrifications that happens in the book that uh that gets dropped from the movie Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. She is played by, and we only see the back of her head, but the credit for her is a, uh, a woman named Gemma Padley, mm-hmm. and she's only got a couple of other credits, um, but she was in two episodes of Spaced as a hey. character named Francesca, who was that, I don't remember off the top of my head. I, I've, The only season I know of all is the first season. I think, I think one of her two episodes is the first episode of season two. Okay. Uh, I don't remember the other off the top of my head, but I'm sure the Cornetto Minute guys know mm-hmm. exactly who I'm talking about. Probably. I should, I should have reached out to Scott and been like, hey, tell me about Francesca. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, so she's only got like three other credits on, on IMDb. It's not much. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is her only appearance, the back of her head, as she turns the corner here. Um, I like that nearly headless Nick is because he doesn't, he, he doesn't tip his hat. He like pulls his whole head off. Like, like it's a friendly greeting and not like really disgusting. Yeah. The kids are, the kids in the castle are used to it. At no. this point. Yeah. Yeah. Year one, it was definitely a shock thing, but now, now it's just like, Oh, you're, Oh, it's is, just Nick. Nick. It's yeah. Nick and his, uh, is a Nick. Mm-hmm. Nick in his neck. <laughs> Nick's got a Nick's got a Nick in his neck. He does. Nick's got a nick in his neck. That's an understatement. A little bit more than a nick. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Like what? 45 swings? Something like that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Way too many chops. Too many. The guy should be fired. I mean, dull as hell. We couldn't like get that last bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well. It's very tough sinew. <laughs> so then we see the inside of the Great Hall. All the kids are eating. And we cut to Ron wrapping tape around his... One. Spello tape, Spello as tape. we know from the book. Which I'm pretty sure is just rebranded scotch tape. Yeah. It is definitely like cellophane tape. <gasps> do you think that, um, do you think, what other instances, like, yeah, you saying it's just rebranded scotch tape, I think is probably the most accurate, because I think that this is much like the quick spell correspondence. Yeah, like, I was just thinking that. actually like, Just it's wizard just con artists. Yeah. Taking like muggle Oh my God, can practices. I have like a movie about wizard con artists? <laughs> oh man. It's, it's gonna that. be a. It's gonna be na- now you see me, but like with yeah yeah real real magic real, real magic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing! That's so amazing. And uh, and he he doesn't even like tear the tape. He leaves the strand of tape like dangling from well, his it's, wand. It's not even in a uh, like in one of those things, no, like a tape dispenser. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just, just a roll of tape. Roll of He's tape. wrapping it around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, well, well, and so he holds it there, and he looks at Harry, and he goes. Tell me I'm doomed. Or he says, say it. I'm doomed. And Harry just goes, you're doomed. You're doomed. <laughs> I really love the delivery. It's so just flat and just, you're doomed. He's like, doomed. yeah. That's what real friends do. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. Real friends are honest with each other. Yep. Right. <laughs> A little bit of book Harry coming out. Yeah. That deadpan. Yeah. 
Well, English people are very good at doing the, yes, uh, the deadpan humor, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. like my favorite thing about English humor in general is just that, that dry, that dry delivery uh-huh. is it's wonderful. I love it. Um, I was watching British television like when I was a kid watching Mr. Bean it, all yeah. the time. It's we were when we were on Cornetto Minute, we got the moment when when Sean asked his mother, like, how much do you love Philip? Right? It's really dry. It's like so funny. God. It's the best. It's the best. I, 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 because your stepfather is named Philip, yes. I just want you to do that to your mom now. I did. Did you? How much do you oh love Philip? Oh my God. I was, like, we were, I was like, we were on and we got to talk about, uh, about when he when he kills Phil or when he tries to kill Phil. <laughs> she was like, that seems appropriate. <laughs> right? Yeah. Seems is, appropriate. Wait, is your stepfather really named Philip? Yes. yes. Oh my God. That's great. I know. I know. It was really, it was really... <laughs> It was really appropriate for that week of the show. It really is. Ugh. So you have something in common with Sean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Harry, Harry says, "You're doomed." And there's a bright flash in Harry's eyes, like shut instinctively. He kind of leans back, and we only get like just a tiny little sliver of this kid. Um, He's so blonde. So blonde. Yeah. He's got really big eyes. Really young. Mm-hmm. I'm Colin Creevy. I'm in Gryffindor too. And we don't even get the full line. He looks like he looks like one of those kids that could be in like a commercial about cereal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just really nice, really young, expressive face. Uh huh. Yeah. Something like you know cereal, chocolate milk, mm-hmm. or you know something, something like that, that kids like. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Macaroni and cheese when they used mm-hmm. to put like the big blue bowl in front of the yep. kid. Like yeah, yeah. Macaroni and cheese. His name is uh, this kid's name is Hugh Mitchell, Hugh? the actor Hugh Mitchell. Hugh. He's only in this Harry Potter movie. Yeah, Colin Creevy does not appear in any other movie, uh, even though I think he's in all the rest of the books. Yeah, I think he is, actually. Um, yep. If we, only we, for a little bit. The next, like, little kid we see in Harry Potter, like, now that as they're aging up, um, mm-hmm. one of the members of the of the uh, of Dumbledore's army is this little kid that totally could have just been Colin Creevy, but he's a kid named Dewey, I think. Dewey. Like from Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> right. I could be wrong. Or no, it's Dewey. Dennis. I think it's Dennis. So Dennis is creepy. I think it's Dennis. Well, so yeah. they don't show, yeah. They don't show Colin, but I guess his brother pops up without, they never make the connection in the movies that they're related. Weird. But Colin, this kid, Hugh Mitchell, voices Colin Creevy in the Order of the Phoenix video game. Oh. Oh. Isn't that okay. weird? Okay. Like, hey, I know you weren't in this movie, but uh, we put you in the game. You want to come voice. voice your character? Okay. Yeah. Most a paycheck. Of, most of his credits are all like one-offs on British TV shows. Mm-hmm. Except he was also in The Da Vinci Code. Hey. Oh. He played the young version of a character named Silas. Oh. Who I think is like the guy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Paul oh, Bettany's character. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Totally. So there all we right. go. That's when we see him. He's the young version of that character. Okay. In Da Vinci Code. Um, but I didn't recognize a single other credit. Okay. Uh, good book, good movie. Yeah, yeah. decent movie. Anyway. Yeah, I think Tom we'll Hanks. um we'll Ron talk Howard. more about his uh, his camera and photographs and like mm-hmm. Harry's fame again tomorrow. I think. I feel like the continue on or American like casting of, of oh shit of a uh, Hogwarts or whatever we need to have like Tom Hanks in there somewhere. Yeah. Right. He's so charismatic. <gasps> what is he the Gilderoy Lockhart? <laughs> No, I don't think he has that personality no, for the. I think for an American Gilderoy. Remus Lupin. That's <gasps> perfect. Yeah. Oh, because he's the nice guy. Yep. You want to root for him. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think like that. Yep. American Lockhart would be like you've seen the Hitchhikers movie, right? Yeah. So yeah. Sam Rockwell. 
Oh my god, yes! <laughs> oh my god, how did I not even think yes? That's so perfect. Oh, that's uh, pretty good. That's so good. Nothing's gonna beat my Dumble Dude. Dumble Dude. It's my favorite. Oh, Jeff Bridges? Uh-huh. Yep. That's, that's my Dumble Dude. Someone, um. Uh, <laughs> good old scene. Eric again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Eric Williamson over on, uh, on the Harry Potter Minute listeners army page did a, a drawing of Dumbledore for us that I was very delighted by. Oh, that's great! I'm gonna Ooh, have to American up. Sprout. <sighs> Immediately, because I'm thinking of like shorter, like stouter women, I went to like Roseanne Barr. That's, yeah, but then I'm all like, no, she's way too crass. Yeah, you need like a more like nicer yeah. woman. Um, so I'm all like, mm, nice lady. I have to think about that. I don't know. I don't either off the top of my head. One of these Guys, days, I'm going to do this. listeners, come join us on Harry Potter in a Minute and the Listener's Army and tell us who you would cast as the American Professor Sprout. Yes. I'm, I'm, eventually, I will have an American person for, like, everybody. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going I to should happen. Start, I should actually start taking yeah. this list somewhere. I know. We just went with, like, Steven Spielberg's cast and, like, ran mm-hmm. with it. So, like, Haley Joe Osment, Harry. Yeah. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell, Molly Weasley. Nice. I still and the don't Robin Williams, I... Hagrid. Yeah. Wait, who? Robin Williams. Oh, of course. They wanted to be to be Hagrid. That would have been really interesting. That right? Been, that would have been neat. Yeah. I mean, he is very, like, you know, that personality. He's very friendly, very, like, works with kids well. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he was in several movies that have to deal with kids. So yeah. It works. Do some so, interesting yeah. camera work. Uh, Lord of the Rings style camera work to make him look really, really make tall. Make him look really, yeah. really big. Actually, I think he's... I mean, Robbie Coltrane's only, like, 6'2", so... They can do the same. Yeah, Robin they, Williams. Yeah, they use a body double. Yeah, for, that's true. Yeah. He can wear a Robin Williams face mask instead of a. Uh, In, any one. mask that they make of like a real person just always looks really, really, really strange. I mean, we only had that. We had that one really f- freaky still from from it's the so from the hut on the rock. It's so of freaky. The body double I I know wearing the Robbie about. Coltrane yeah. mask, and it's, it's so weird. spooky. And I and caught it so like weird. on accident as we as we were like going through the minute. See, but at least that was that was made specifically for that yeah. purpose, as opposed to what the movie Halloween, oh yeah, which is a William Shatner mask <gasps> that already existed, and they just painted it white. There's <laughs> in Baby Driver. Yes, I was yeah. going to say that. There's a moment in Baby Driver <laughs> where they're going to there's like a, a heist that's going to happen, and so one of the guys is told to go buy Mike Myers mask. <laughs> <laughs> and he buys Mike Myers, not the Halloween. It's like mask. Austin. Oh. It's like Austin Powers. Uh-huh. Mask. Austin yeah. Powers uh-huh. And he's like, he's like, this is a Mike Myers mask. He's like, no, <laughs> the, the Michael Myers. And he's like, uh, it is a Halloween mask. Like, oh, I mean Jason. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Uh, frustrating. I know. It's really, it's a really good moment. Uh, oh, I, uh, that movie's so good. Like, do they go trick or treating? No. The Wizarding World. I think it's like an American thing. No, oh, but they celebrate sense. Halloween. Yeah, they do. So I don't know. Like, what kind of costumes do do wizarding children dress up as? Do they still we don't like, see them dress up, right? Do I mean, they're already witches and wizards. They don't yeah. have to. They can literally they go wear the their robes and yeah. just go out trick or treating and be like, eh, what do like they a, know? Well, to like hugs me. May I don't maybe maybe really adventurous kids would be like no let's go trick or treating among muggles hey, yeah and you they know don't what? know yeah, that's what Scotland. Those uh, they're in Scotland. Those kids who are. Like actual wizards and wizards going out on on Halloween night. Like I think everyone's sort of suspending their disbelief on Halloween. Everyone's dressed up in costume. Like yeah. you probably get away with some magic. Exactly. Oh, for sure. Interesting stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like like kids like that have the mentality like Fred and George do, which is like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, let's go screw mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Oh, I just thought baby of... Baby teepeeing houses. American oh, friend. they would and Sorry. egg them and everything. I just thought of American friend George being the kids from Sweet Life with Zach and yes! Cody. Oh, my God. It's going to be Dylan and Cole Sprouse. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. I'm oh. into that. Dylan and Cole Sprouse. I'm going to be thinking about the American cast for the rest of the day. Yeah. I hope you all know that. <laughs> That's Bye. good. Good. Yes. I want I want <laughs> just that. Just message me. I want ding, that. Ding. Oh, it's so... Okay. Like, I think... What about this one and this one? I think I think I think we've achieved. I think arrow arrow wise, it wouldn't work though. When they were casting this, which was big yeah. back in nineteen ninety nine, they were Dylan like, and Cole Sprouse would have like been like, babies. yeah. Hmm. So that's like super modern American. Yeah. So like in an alternate timeline where Harry yeah. Potter got made like a few years in the future. Right <laughs> there we go, perfect. It was offset everything. Mm-hmm. We're just plucking people from time. It doesn't matter if they're yeah. Not. This is oh, this is all conjecture. Yes, We're all, oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm done. How do you guys feel? I feel pretty good. good. Awesome. Thank you for being here for your. Uh, I, I'm sorry we don't have you for a full week, but oh no problem. I'm it's, so glad you're able to join us here. for a few minutes. I was. It was great. Yeah. I always have a good time. If uh, if we have you back for. Prisoner of Az- I mean, I know scheduling makes it tough, but like, mm-hmm. if we were to have you back for Prisoner of Azkaban, is there a, a part that you would like in particular? Um, no, I'm just, I'm just glad to be here. Yeah. I can work with anything. Awesome. Knowing just because we've been starting it around the same time every year, mm-hmm. what is like f- half an hour into Prisoner of Azkaban like? Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe. I think. I think. I think it's on the train. I, it has to be, right? I think it's going to be Dementor on the train. Oh, okay, cool. I have a feeling. I'll, I'll get That's right to it. That's just a hunch. Of Lupin, maybe? Yeah. Nice. It's a hunch, there. but I think Lupin's, that'll be Lupin's one of my favorite characters. So. I'll let you know. Glad. Same. Yeah. Same. Remus Lupin is like, I think, my favorite Harry Potter character. Like my I'm character. just thinking Tom just Hanks Lupin, Lupin now. Yeah. yeah. It just yeah. makes me happy. Right? <laughs> it just makes me happy now. I'm almost like, oh my God. He's so good. Especially <laughs> when he was like Jenner in like the mid-90s. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Young Tom Hanks. Yep. When he still had that like Forrest side. Gump era, Forrest Gump era, Tom Hanks yeah. or like where? What else was he in the mid nineties? Um, Joe versus the volcano. I know that's that. good. Um, Turner and Hooch. <laughs> yeah, that was good too. I like that one. Sometimes I go really far back and I'm like, no, I remember him when he was in Bosom Buddies. No, I remember him when he was in um, uh, he guest starred in an episode of Family Ties. What? Fa- yeah, Family he was, Ties. He played, I think. The dad's brother, and it was like a two-parter episode. It was like 1983, 84. Wow. Family Ties, the one with uh, Michael, with J. Fox, Michael J. Fox and, and all of them. Yep. Playing uh-huh. Michael Gross's brother. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. He what was in an like? episode of Happy Days, and then he yeah, it was an episode of Family Ties. Three yeah. episodes of Family Ties. Oh, I guess it was oh. a three. He played Ned Donnelly. It says. Uh-huh. Interesting. Oh, and that can't be his brother. Uh, it was, well, name. it was like it was like a friend he's, of the family. Yeah, he's, he's something he knows like that. Them. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I didn't know that. I really yeah. like Big. Big's Big. one of my favorite movies ever. Love Big. There's a that's Zoltar so machine right by my work. God, that's great. Ugh. Does it give out wishes? I wish. I, I would have already. I would have already wished that I was big. Yeah. <laughs> be Being five feet tall is not fun sometimes. No. No. No one takes you seriously. Yeah. Okay. Let's patch on the head. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I get. I get that. Aww. Or I get the armrest or or uh Ricky shares those those memes in which like, oh what you look what uh 
how you look at your wife or girlfriend when they're under when they're five feet and they're angry and it's just like some like cute bunny thing just with angry face uh-huh. and i'm like yep yeah, that's exactly how he treats me like i don't oh like, like you're so adorable i get so mad and i'm like i'm like, legitimately mad and he's just like <laughs> like like <sighs> laughed i'm just like Ugh. it's like a character in an anime that's really you're just like edward elric Oh my god! <laughs> I don't feel for him. Every uh, time he complains that he's short, I'm just like, yes, uh, I feel for him so much. Uh, shorty, shorty squad, shorty squad. Can't relate. No, same. Yeah, I'm the like the tallest person in my my immediate mm-hmm. family. I think I'm taller than both my my mom and my dad. Mm-hmm. Even in the description of the books, like <clears throat> Ron is supposed to be really tall. Yeah. Yeah. Even already by this point, but he's not. But no, it's mean, fine. Like he's a tall and lanky kid. But he's supposed to be Harry's tall and lanky. Like short. And lanky. Yeah. Yeah. They I think they describe Ron as gangly. Like he's like yeah. really supposed to be like tall and thin. He's like uh you know. Do you think Fred and George are taller than him still though? I don't know. Do they just have a tall family? Is I think that they why? Do. I think they do. Just a bunch of tall gangly redheads. Yeah. yeah. Tall gangly redheads. That's a good <laughs> name for a band. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was gonna make that joke about no more mandrakes earlier. Nice. <laughs> Oh, okay. I think I think I'm satisfied. <laughs> Thank you again. Of course. It was my pleasure, Gary. Thank you both for having me on again. Absolutely. I'm glad uh, I'm glad this worked out. Everyone who's listening, you can come back tomorrow. We will be back with another guest for minutes 39 and 40 to wrap up the week um talking about some good uh howler stuff. Mm. And some good creepy stuff. Creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Colin Creepy gets a lot more to, we, in the in this extended edition, you get more. Yeah, stuff. we we get like an extra couple lines of dialogue in mm-hmm. the next minute that uh, that I'm excited to talk about because I think, um, like I was saying, like I was saying earlier this week, like the extended cut of this movie actually makes a big deal about like all of these kids that are being attacked are Muggle-born kids, mm-hmm. and as soon as Harry has the parcel math moment, people are immediately like talking about Harry, which doesn't actually happen in the theatrical cut. We don't see people whispering about, oh, maybe he's the heir of Slytherin. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, like, left alone. So I'm really excited to, like, dig in more to that as we go on. So come back tomorrow for that discussion. And um, you know all the plugs, Facebook, Twitter, all those things. Uh, DuelingGenre.com, MoviesByMinutes.com. All right. Mischief Managed. Managed.